Hi, this is Island Reflections. I'm Cindy Rickskers. It is a wonderful feeling to hold a tremendous idea in mind and work toward making it reality. That, however, is rare in my life. No matter what I'm working on, I usually start at almost zero and the inspiration comes as I get involved. In the studio, I play with colors and shapes until an idea starts to take hold. Even then, it's often just a fragment of a plan, something of interest that I want to pursue. My mind is working with what if and how about rather than a definite direction. Even when I have settled on a particular scheme, I find a way to inject randomness into the mix. When working with clay, no matter how rigid your discipline and in spite of all attempts at control, there comes a point where you have to surrender your work to the kiln. There, surprises happen. Sometimes it's magic, sometimes disaster. A discouragement to some, I found that lack of control inspiring. I started planning for it. The three elements of a glaze, silica, alumina, and flux, are usually combined in balanced amounts and applied to the bisqueware. I tried mixing each element separately, then layering them on the clay body so that the heat of the kiln would allow them to, only sometimes, merge. I embedded elements like marble, speech glass, and pyrometric cones between the layers of my large coiled sculptures, knowing they would melt during the firing process. That anticipated unknown conclusion was inspiring to me. I am drawn to collage and calligraph printmaking for the same reasons that I found working in clay so attractive. Many aspects are out of my control. I may decide on a row of shapes marching across the border of a collage, but I'll select the shapes blindly from an envelope of random scraps. I've I've used the rolling of a die to determine color choices. I've cut materials carefully into uniform shapes, but then shuffled them so that the order of placement was out of my control. It is when I'm in the middle of a self-created problem, Like, how in the world am I going to make that ugly acid green work next to that lovely velvety rose that I feel most inspired? Last winter, the resale shop was gifted a huge donation of yarn. People crowded in for first pick of the lovely materials. They looked for full skines and struggled to find enough of any particular yarn to complete a project. I went instead for the variety. A little of this, a little of that, and a hundred different colors and weights and textures. I worked with a basic simple pattern and three strands of yarn. When I came to the end of one strand, I tied on another. That way the colors were changing as I worked. Having to think on my feet about which colors and textures will complement what is already there is inspiring too. Of the hundreds of essays I've written over the years, not more than a dozen of them have been planned in advance. And I have to admit, those are some of the dullest compositions. My most engaging writing happens when I dive in, edit as I go, and move sentences or whole paragraphs around to improve the flow. When I wrote first drafts in longhand, the arrows, scribbles, and notes in the margins became a challenge to decipher when it came time to type. Then, as I continued to edit, as I saw things in print, the mounds of waste paper were astounding. Computers, even with my hunt-and-peck typing method, have streamlined that process tremendously. Hooray for the ability to cut and paste. Sometimes, without any idea of what to write about, I'll select a photograph. That is often all it takes to give me a topic. 
Other times I'll land on a title and see where that takes me. Today, feeling uninspired, I went with that. And here it is. That's today's Island Reflection. I'm Cindy Rixkers.